The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. for your microphone uh i was just using my phone man because uh i don't have anything to hook up to it actually sounds pretty decent for just your phone is it okay yeah i was hoping that it wasn't going to be too much of a problem ryan i'm going to be handling the uh like social media side of this um joe's more of a techie guy um are you going to, is it okay if I uh, promote your page and shout out to your page if I am doing this on social media? Of course, man. Of course. Yeah. It's, okay. uh, it's called Dangerous World Podcast. And then what's your, what's the name of your guys' podcast? <laughs> legit Bat Podcast. <laughs> legit Bat? Yeah. The, the Legit Bat. It's an inside joke. We'll end up telling the story at some point. Yeah. Once, uh, once I get everything up and running, I'll, I'll do all the friend requests and do all that stuff with you. Um, and then you'll see the page and I'm sure that that story will come out. Awesome, dude. Well, um, so can you hear me? Okay, Joe? Everything's oh, good? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, man. Cause like I said, I don't, I don't have a, I believe it or not, I don't have a computer. So, uh, oh shit. I know, dude. I'm like a fucking caveman over here, but I got my vodka, dude. I got my shit. I'm ready to talk, man. So, so what, uh, <laughs> what do you guys want to start with, dude? Like, I know you guys were. You were saying you're kind of going along the same lines as what me and Brandon do. Oh, yeah. Conspiracy and all that, you know. Uh, I, you said that you were going to try and make fun of some beta cucks out there and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, why not? Uh, I'm way more into conspiracy than Ben is, but uh, he's uh, okay. re- recently started falling down the rabbit hole with some of the, uh, what was that, the Paul the Cabal that you watched on YouTube? Yeah, it's a lot more of the uh, political political conspiracy theories, not so much of the wider world conspiracy theories, but uh, I, I, I do more of that, and I have a huge love for human behavioral psychology, so the way people tick, making fun of people in the way they tick, that's more of my genre. <laughs> oh, dude, you sound exactly like the dynamic that Brandon and I have. Because, yeah, like, you know, one of us, I'm the one that's in the conspiracy, like the lizard people and all this crazy stuff. And then, you know, my cousin's more into, like, the analytics and all that. You know what I mean? And, like, uh, well, he's way more I, of a fucking pussy, too. Love you, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not here. I'm going to have to probably stick up for him, but he's, he's a tough kid. So, Do you guys normally do it uh, together? Like, does he have to drive to come see you or... Yeah, so we get together, man, and yeah, it's a it's a little bit of a drive for us. Like uh, we live like in in separate towns, but um, yeah, no, we we get together. Uh, he uses Audacity for the audio editing. Yeah, I downloaded I downloaded it, but uh, I have a, a different program I've been using too, and I now I know it a lot better, so I've been using that. 
Yeah, whatever works for you, dude. And uh, um, he's able to pick up, you know, Zoom over or, or Skype or whatever uh, over phones like this, you know. And so that's why I was just thinking it was easy. I forget how much he fucks around with that, but. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a lot. That's why we were doing a test yesterday because I was like, I, I don't know the ins and outs of the A to Z of all this. Yeah, like, yeah. You, li- you listen to a podcast and it just sounds like people talking. It should be easy, you know, but it's, uh, it's pretty fucking involved. Especially if you're if you're trying to go over Zoom or Skype or whatever, man. So, um, yeah, let me know if, if you need to stop. If you feel like you guys want to, like, I don't know if you're, when you want to start the, the like, I know I see you're recording. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'll chop it up as needed. Okay. Are you going to go for, like, an intro or anything like that? or? <laughs> I, I can always do that later, too. Just I think, right I think yeah. at the moment we, we already pushed enough for trying to think of a name that was more obscure that had a story behind it and i think i think right now the intros and all of the stuff that becomes a little bit more finer tuned is going to end up coming about as we do this which is how we wanted it more anyway because we wanted it to be organic we didn't want it to be forced so yeah okay perfect man well um so you were saying that you watched fall cabal dude that's like a solid red pill for anyone trying to get into the truth community or whatever you want to call it, whatever trait <clears throat> you want to give it. I, I prefer conspiracy theory. <laughs> you just like owning it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Tinfoil hat all the way. Yeah, dude, no, I, I get it, man. But um, you know what? It sucks, man, because like you guys know, I'm sure that the, the term conspiracy theory came from the CIA trying to throw people off of JFK. And oh, yeah. So, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's totally just like a... Uh, you know, like taking a word and hijacking it, like the fucking, you know, the Nazis took that symbol of peace that was the, you know, Indian version of the sun. Yeah. You know, they took that's, that was a Sanskrit symbol. And they just flipped that shit around. And it's the same kind of stuff, man. Like, you know, just taking something, even going as far as saying social distancing. I mean, social distancing, those are contradictory terms. You know what I mean? Very. So it's like, how the fuck are you going to be social and distance wearing a mask? I mean, dude, it's making kids awkward. Um, I saw some fucking dude wearing a gas mask, mm-hmm. and, and it scared the shit out of a kid, man. Like, I literally saw a kid freaking out. Oh, oh I, I think- saw that the other day, too, at my daughter's school. Yeah, some dude was wearing a gas mask, and I thought he, I think he thought it was funny. And it, I mean, to me, it was, but you know, yeah. all, of them were, all of them were funny. <laughs> In the me. right context, it is. I've seen people all over social media, ex-Marines, and people like that that are calling garbage on it, that they're purposely making it as a show. But to wear it out in public, especially in front of kids, that's one of those, like, Okay, you, the people that are younger in this generation that are remembering this as a part of history are not going to think that that's funny in the moment. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they'll look back on it and think it's funny. And yeah, I understand to us, it's like, okay, that's funny. You know what I mean? Right. But um, just when someone's so developmental, like I don't have any kids, but dude, like with the stuff that I'm hearing about how kids are treated and, you know, all this stuff that's coming out more and more it is like repulsive, obviously. I mean, that goes without saying. So, you know, I kind of try to be conscious of how kids might be feeling about something. Um, Well, talking about the the rise and fall of the cabal and that being a conspiracy theory and the term conspiracy theory, it's I'm 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 still of the younger generation, but I'm the youngest of five. Our parents are definitely still part of the old school. Um, A lot of that baby boomer Gen X mentality went into both me and Joe pretty heavy prior to this whole shift of the regime shall we say um when i first watched rise of the cabal it was honestly just a tag and i think it was um 
I don't remember which page it was on Facebook, but they said, this is scary shit that you can't unsee. Well, at the time that I saw it, it had only been posted for a week. So I think I spent the entire day listening to what I believe is about six hours worth of all 10 parts of it. And at the time that I listened to it, I am not a big conspiracy theorist. So certain terms talking about the very term conspiracy theory, those had never been thrown out to me other than things that I thought were far, far, you know, extreme thinkers. So like QAnon, Pizzagate, Frazzledrip, all of these different things that ended up coming out, I was like, I had no fucking idea. So the first time I heard it and they provide all this evidence, they said it was tens of thousands of hours of research, um, all the cues from across the world and stuff, collecting all of this shit. And when I first read it, I thought, oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> like nobody nobody pays attention to this because most of them are like me they go through and they see the memes and they like the memes and they that's not what they think about that was and your uh, red pill moment there sir part, well that yeah was- i mean i've had i've had many red pill moments but um most of the time i just i digress and i don't usually think much more about it but that was probably the first documentary series that i saw that went holy shit that's what's out you- there do you think that uh, the Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself meme is one of the things that kind of turned a lot of people from just kind of looking at something and laughing about it and then moving on? Versus I think, like, I think it was over and over? so I think it was so blatant. And because they had already been making jokes about um, the Clinton trail of, you know, quote unquote, suicides by the double tap to the head and all the memes that are out there, I think that it became such a social standard that when Epstein didn't kill himself, everybody was like, we all know that they're lying to us and they know that we can't do a damn thing about it. Exactly. And I, I think it's that like there was a turning point. it in our face. Uh, yeah. Sam Tripoli talks about that all the time, about how he thinks a lot of this stuff is them just smearing it right in our face. They're like, yeah, this is what we're doing. What the fuck are you going to do about it? Yeah, lay down and let me take a shit on your chest and you're going to like it. <laughs> Well, you know, that's part of the Luciferian, like, karmatic structure, not the shitting on the chest, but the, like, you got to tell them what you're, what you're doing. You got to put yeah. it out for them. And so, for, like, so, for some reason, that absolves their call, their karma. Like, what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They this put is it how in, crazy so, they are. Well, yeah, we're, we're talking about Luciferians here. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, there's, the, the logic doesn't line up with, you know, how someone with normal sets of morals would be. But I mean, um, for both you guys, you know, because you got, you, you know, what would you call you call yourself a black belt, Joe, in uh, in conspiracy, or where you at? I'm not not quite to triply level, but uh, maybe a brown belt. I uh, I like listening to all of it, but I I do some research sometimes, but I don't like it's so much. Like there's so much. It's an octopus. There's so many tentacles, and there's so many rabbit holes to fall down that I I don't have time for all that. But I do listen to all of it, so. When he yeah. first started, when he first started going down, I remember because uh, it wasn't until he started his current job as a courier, shall we say, and uh, for, a, for a certain company that is purple and orange. Yes. Okay. And uh, when he okay. started doing that, he had borrowed this, you know, like Ion, the company Ion. They, they make all the speakers for karaoke that are in like Costco and stuff for home karaoke systems. Anyway. Sure. He didn't have anything to play good music out of his van. So he started, he got like an inverter for his van and he plugged in this big block rocker. By the time that I had moved out of the state and we were there for a couple of years, he was like, I think I just looked at my hours and I've logged over, I think it was 5,000 hours at the time that he had told me uh, into just listening to podcasts and listening to audiobooks <laughs> and all this shit. 
And I remember I, thinking, I'm I like, have all the time in the world. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't have time. I don't have time for that. I, I enjoy listening to certain conspiracy theories. There, there are certain ones where my brain, I don't know if it's because I'm too analytical or critical, but my brain shuts off and I go, okay, <laughs> I, I don't have, the, I don't have the big third eye. I, I, I don't have a wide open mind. So uh, for some of them, they have to be able to at least make sense to me. And if they don't, I, I just go, okay, that's fun for some people. It's not fun for me. Yeah, no, I mean, like how, how my co-host Brandon, how he talks about it, how he thinks of it, is it's like a comic book. He doesn't really subject himself to many of them, uh, many of the theories, that is. And he's, I mean, you know, it's tough sometimes. You know, we have such different ideas on, I mean, you name it, politics, uh, you know, just way of life, philosophy. He's much more book smart. So I feel like that gets him away from, um, you know, having fun with conspiracies. You know what I mean? Because it, it, a lot of them are fun, dude, but a lot of them are scary, man. You exactly. Know I mean? And then what, what I was like, something that popped in my head when you were saying, uh, Joe, that you listened to like 5,000 hours or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, like, if you think about it, man, we're kind of like, um, we're like computers. You know what I mean? Like, you, you may not be paying attention to that. Um, but you're still taking in the information and people listen to podcasts on double speed. And it's kind of like you're downloading something into your, into your hard drive faster. Oh yeah. It's store, storing it away. Yeah. Yeah. Like in your subconscious or whatever, like we're me and uh, Brandon are working on an episode about AI and singularity. And uh, that's just a, it's a scary thing. Cause it seems like once you kind of dig into it, like we could already be the AI for something, you know, our veins kind of look like wires are, You're going uh, more, full Westworld, son. That's what I'm saying, dude. And like, I, dude, believe it or not, I'm part of the one population that hasn't seen that or me that, either. Uh, medieval movie. What's that medieval show with the dragon? Game of Thrones. Yes, I haven't seen an episode of that either. So, I'm kind bro, of it's not. I I detested the idea of watching that, and I was like, all. Oh, I've never seen a fucking episode in my life. And then right as like season seven came out. Somebody gave all of them to me for free, which was like probably like, I think, $90 worth. And I had just recently moved from my wife's career in the Navy. I was a stay at home dad for the first time in my life. And I'm like, I mean, he can't watch this, but he can go fucking, you know, to his room. I'm going to watch some titties and people get cut up. And uh, dude, That's why I everybody watched it. Exactly. I ended up binging all of it. And I, I feel like such a failure. No, I, feel, I feel like a failure from watching Tiger King. Like it was so, so pushed at the beginning, and we resisted for so long, and then finally we got so bored that we're like, "Okay, fuck it, let's watch Tiger King." And it was actually pretty decent. I dude, hate myself like, saying that. I know because it's like the Kardashians mixed with the Crocodile Hunter, dude. It's like the yeah. worst combination of shit. But um, you know it was who's a gonna train play? wreck? Oh yeah, you know who's gonna play? Uh, Joe Exotic in the movie that they're making? Matthew McConaughey. Now you're, <laughs> you're disturbingly close, dude. Fucking Nicolas Cage. Nicolas oh, that is no way. <laughs> yeah, dude. So we got that to look forward to. And supposedly they're making a second season. Carol Baskin agreed to it. She's getting paid a million bucks. How do you make a second season? The story was kind of over, wasn't it? 
I don't know. I mean, anytime that people are desperate enough for something, they can turn it into something. Dude, they yeah. can do anything they want. They The story could have been over as a docu-series based on the real events, and just because it was successful, they can, in <laughs> real life, continue that story for a second season because they make money out of it. Yeah. Well, do you, like, do, you, do you think that there's something to that whole Tiger King thing? Because there was a lot of synchronicities with uh, this COVID bullshit. I don't know how you guys feel about COVID. I yes yes I'm right in there with you I think there was way too many synchronicities along with certain terminology the way that things unfolded for them to pave the way for in my opinion a lot of this uh pedophilia and not shall we say uh I'm not gonna call it sexual orientation because I don't believe that's what it is uh but I think that they I think that they were paving a way for a lot of us to be forced at home fed their bullshit so that when the new normal came oh, out, it I was exact. It was exactly where they wanted everybody to be, and it might be tied to the elections. I think it definitely has a lot to do with that. But I don't Absolutely. think that I don't think that that is their main goal. I think I, just like World War II, I think that with just like with Goebbels, I think that it's, it has everything to do with shifting everybody's mind, whether they like it or not, because they know they have enough support to force the people that are law-abiding citizens and not really free thinkers to have to go along with it anyway. Wow. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Joe, look like you were trying to say something, man. Oh, no. I was just saying that the whole thing is, uh, I mean, I've heard you say it, Ryan, uh, an economic reset. It's a kind of more of a global reset. I mean, every Operation Lockstep, I mean, we could get into that too, but fuck. Uh, everybody has fallen fallen in line so much globally it makes no fucking sense and right right dude not even like the death toll whatever i'm so fucking tired of people talking about the stats because Mm -hmm. what can you believe from the stats anyway but even from anyway even the official stats don't make sense so what are we doing here like what the fuck's going on and everybody's resetting like they tried to do that cryptocurrency thing with the first stimulus check that didn't pan out because that was pelosi no, trying yeah. to get that going. Yeah, don't talk about that list person. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I almost named my <laughs> I almost named my uh, chameleon Nancy after her. <laughs> but I named her I named her Karma, dude. But no, man. So you're talking about the new normal. The new normal, man. Like I was at a a bar earlier today, and they were playing on ESPN two. This is a main sports channel, ESPN two. This isn't the Ocho from Dodgeball. It's it's fucking like the real ESPN, and they're playing esports, like two nerdy ass kids that are under eighteen, probably fucking going head to head, and they're showing it on the screen, like it's a real basketball game. And then there's a fucking commentator. I mean, and so this seems like they're trying to roll in esports. They're trying to roll in cryptocurrency. They're trying to roll in like the Internet of Things, like it's where you know everything has basically everything's running off the internet. It's close um, to that already. Well, they're yeah, talking about ushering in the cashless society and taking yeah, back yeah. all of that. That's, That's part, part of the internet of things, yeah. I don't know if you guys fuck with crypto or how you feel about that, man, but it's a, it's a weird concept to me. I'm, I'm invested in some, but I don't know what the fuck it is. You know <clears> yeah, I mean? me either. That's why I haven't touched it because I don't I, know I have, enough about it. I have one player from way back in, way back in the day uh, – when I was at uh, military reform school, there was a, a guy that was a couple years older than me. And um, 
when he got out, he said, I'm going to be a model. And all of us laughed at him and said, all right, you pizza face 16 year old, go for it. He ended up being a Calvin Klein underwear model. And by the time he was like 19, had penthouses in three different parts of the (laughs) United States. Well, him and I kept in touch quite a bit. Now he's into five different lines of cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. And I started asking him about it. And of course, when you first start asking anybody about it, especially if they're marketers for it, they start feeding you the same bullshit lines uh, that everybody does. You know, oh, it's it's the new thing. It's this, that, and the other. And I'm like, listen... I want you to tell me about it. So he starts talking about the mining process. He starts talking about what it is. And I told him, I go, but that has no value. And he's like, oh, but it does. And he tried to go on that rabbit trail. I'm like, but it doesn't. It's all, I mean, it's the same thing as bank accounts. It's all numbers in a bank account. It's all numbers in your computer processing that nobody else can get to. And that's what you call valuable. But that's not the value. That's the problem that I have with it. Isn't that what yep. they call fiat currency? Yeah, that's currency what I seems, Yeah, it seems the same to me as the fiat currency. Like, my money right now is literally numbers in a computer. I mean, they're trying mm-hmm. to not accept cash anymore. You know, I pay my mortgage on my phone. Like, mm-hmm. how fucking bizarre is that? That's what I'm saying, too, is like, what is the, what is a $100 bill worth, really? It, like, that's all what money is, is like, obviously, what kind of faith is behind it, what kind of, you know, power is behind it. But yeah, dude, I mean, like, it's scary to think that, you know, people like, you know, we all hide, I mean, not all of us, but some people hide money under mattresses, you know, keep some cash on hand because that's supposed to be inherently valuable. There's nothing behind that. There's no gold. There's no oil. There's no food even. I mean, there's it's nothing that's actually fucking bad. paper. Exactly, man. So, you know, I think that, yeah, no, there definitely is going to be some kind of a reset in, in some way or another. I don't know. I hate that term, the new normal, but everyone's using it. You I do too, I mean? yeah. It sucks, man, because I kind of like the old normal. Like, I, you know, I think a lot of us do. That's pretty sweet. It's, it's, so, it's so funny, <laughs> too, because the older that I got, the more I loved how much technology was coming out, especially being born right in 1990. By the time yeah. I was eight, you, uh, we saw all of – because my earliest memories are still – I don't know, Joe, if you remember, for years – uh, mom and dad had it in the garage, but they had an old rotary phone. And I remember oh, yeah. knowing, and yeah, I remember knowing how to use it. Right. So as we keep going, it was like, Oh shit, we have a digital phone. And then after that, it was a cordless phone. And then after that, I had an LCD screen. And I remember watching and I, my long-term memory is great. My short-term memory is shit. And so I remember thinking back to all this and I go, I, I talked to our older brother who's 10 years older than Joe, 14 than me. And I, I talked to him, I go, you know what I you know what's so funny is I still remember a day when we could ride our bikes and we feared the guy outside mowing his lawn if our parents weren't with us because if you fucked up he was going to hold you accountable right then and there not seeing your parents and if he asked you for your home number you fucking gave it to him <laughs> yeah. and I was like I remember growing up and thinking about how much I loved all this technology and all this other stuff and the first time we got a Nintendo 64 or even a Super Nintendo. And then the more that this keeps going, I go, I'm talking to my son the other day and going back to the whole cashless society and money not holding value. He tells me, uh, why can't they just make more? It's just paper. And I was they like, do. That's and I go, point. They do. I, I, I told him that. I go, they do. I said, they are pumping out more money per second than daddy probably will ever make this year. 
I said yeah, quantitative easing, yeah. I said, but the problem is we're losing it so much faster than what we're being able to pump out into the economy that it doesn't it's not worth anything. All of my in-laws, they buy silver, they buy gold, they buy platinum, they buy rhodium, they buy all of that stuff and they store it away. And I think I think Ben right now, I think he has probably about thirty-two grand worth in precious metals. Okay, so the problem with that though is if it comes down to an actual apocalypse where we're mad maxing it out in the desert. And you're going nobody's, exactly, yeah. nobody's gonna give a fuck about no. gold either. Like you're gonna want yeah. food and salt and no, you know it's gonna be currency liquor. You know it's gonna be currency is a lot like Mad Max and there's a game called Metro based on a, a Russian book series. By the way, great book series. Um where they it's post apocalyptic and it's it's funny because when they came out with the game it didn't really resonate with anybody it was very futuristic yeah. and now with this whole pandemic and the way that that game goes it's based in 2033 that's <laughs> what the game is called is 2033 oh, and their their currency is bullets from pre-apocalypse original 762 caliber and then right. for a degraded quality you can get the ones that they made in the tunnels and i'm like dude if we mad max this shit the only things that are going to be valuable are the things that keep you alive Food, food water, and, yeah. and safety. And, and I'm like, yep, and that's that's all it's that's all it's gonna be too. Dude, I've you, got it, probably three months worth of MREs just like stashed away, dude. It's like hundreds oh, of dollars of food. But like, yeah, no, you're right, man. I mean, uh it, and it's crazy to think I going back to that cryptocurrency, I know we're not trying to talk about that too long, but I, I, I don't know if you guys saw that Portnoy, uh Dave Portnoy video where he talked with the uh Winklevoss twins about Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. Um, the Winklevoss twins own 1% of the, the world's Bitcoin and, uh, they were really good salesmen. They were saying, uh, basically that Elon Musk in the future is going to mine gold from asteroids in space and that gold exists and gold's going to be worth nothing in the near future. Now that actually doesn't make sense to me at all. I mean, if you think it does that, I mean, you got to explain it to me, man, I, I, how the fuck is that possible? But I guess if it is possible, that dude's going to do it. You know what uh, I mean? So. The, my, uh, my threshold for possibility has expanded so much in the last, like, eight <laughs> months. that True. I mean, I think I you might have said it, or maybe Sam Tripoli said it, but uh, I simultaneously believe and disbelieve literally everything yeah. at the same time. I, yeah. I think they call that cognitive dissonance, but either way. Yep. There shit shows up on the news, and I'm like, man, that's probably true, or fucking not. Who knows? <laughs> and you know yeah. who predicted that was Aleister Crowley, man. He predicted that that he was going to summon in the Age of Horus. This is the uh, you know age of nihilism, where you can make up your own fact. You can you know believe whatever the hell you want to believe. I mean, there's some people that wholeheartedly believe that Donald Trump is a Nazi, and that he hates people, and then there's some people that think that he was sent by God. There are. There's also that whole conspiracy theory now with the book that was written in the late 1800s that he is a legit time traveler. That's yeah. a whole other conspiracy too. Oh, that which was fucking it weird. gets. That's the thing too is that they started making all the names Pence and Ponce and how you pronounce it versus the actual transliteration from the book to today. They're talking about the the different names of who inherited Tesla shit and blah 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 blah. And there, it to me. That I don't, ah, uh, because my thing is that I'm like, I don't know if time travel is real. I don't think it is at the moment. 
That's but at, the same, at the same time, I kind of believe it is because you know, 2020. <laughs> That's <what I> fair. <laughs> yeah, man. No, um, with uh, with the Trump thing, man. I mean, I think it's really interesting that before the apocalypse, uh, you know, if you're going to get into the Bible before the apocalypse, there's seven trumpets that go. The on. trumpets. He just sent me that the other day. He said, "What trumpet are we on?" <laughs> yeah. And yeah, we got uh, Donald Trump, and then we got Pence. You know, Trump Pence. Um, that's that's obviously a hopefully just a coincidence. But yeah, if you look into that book, man, think like uh, Baron Trump could be Donald Trump in the future, living on the same timeline somehow. You get in all this crazy shit, like you said, Nicholas Nikola Tesla was close with his uncle, and uh, I guess Don was the, uh, or I should say, President Trump was the, uh, you know, heir to his estate and shit. But yeah, man, that dude is my soft spot in conspiracies because I don't see much proof for it, but I just want to believe it so bad. Oh, you're just a you're a co- coincidence theorist. Like I don't, I, well, yeah, I don't believe in coincidences, so I don't know where I fall, dude. Like, there's all kinds of new fucking terms, but I mean, what what's like your guys' soft spots in like the in the conspiracy community? Like, is it aliens? Is it geopolitical? uh, mine oh, would. Mine would, yeah, I was going to say, I'll let Joe think about it. I'll answer quickly because mine is uh, a lot tighter knit. Wait, um, wait, wait, wait a second. I have to pee, so go ahead and answer that while I pee pee. Okay, thank you. I've been pounding uh, <laughs> uh, My My soft spot, and I've talked with my wife about this too, because uh, me and my wife and our families, me and Joe's families and my wife's family, we were all raised in the same community, the same circle of churches. We were raised very staunch Baptist. Um, As we branched out, uh, obviously things change and stuff. The one thing that me and my wife have always held to is that we do believe in God. Um, Neither one of us will say that we are Christians, just because, like a lot of terminology, we think that that has been absolutely smeared from anything that we were taught they should be. So... Both me and me and my wife both are like, no, I think that we have a relationship and it differs the same way that it would differ between me and you and you and Joe. So I'm not going to put a label on it. So I, I, coming back around to your, to your question, I think my soft spot for conspiracy theories is probably the idea of angels and demons and the different manifestations. Like, for instance, I think aliens could be real in that they could be manifestations of demons. The same could go with ghosts. Um, I mean, if, if, you, you know, you're, if you're reading the Bible, they're capable of doing basically whatever they want in this world. So if, if you think about it, that's, that's my, that would be my soft spot for understanding it, is the idea that if angels and demons are real and demons are basically able to do whatever the hell they want, well, then they can make us see whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck would trip us up. You know what I mean? I don't know. No, it makes sense, man. It makes sense. Because, yeah, no, uh, if you were to read the Bible, I, I, you know, I'm not going to act like I'm all educated on the Bible. I don't really know shit about it. Um, Brandon, oh, that's, that's Brandon's strong suit, yeah. Yeah. Oh, me too. Really? Well, yeah, no, he's he's atheist, you know. And uh, <clears throat> like I said, he's real intelligent when it comes to listing facts out and things like that. And, um, you know, he knows a lot more about the Bible. But I do think that if you read that, Today, knowing the technology that's out there, it does sound like an alien, like like an alien origin of, of, of human or human. Oh, hundred percent. 
Yeah, so that I mean, yeah, it's weird, and I know that people get real touchy with that, but it's just uh, it's just something to me, man. But what about you, dude? What's your what's your soft spot? His was like the uh, the aliens and demons, and and what was it? Angels and demons and aliens. Yeah, that, yeah man. that's probably pretty close, actually. The uh, alien thing. Some people call it aliens. Some people call it demons. Some people call it jinn. There's so many uh, different descriptions from different cultures that it kind of sounds like the same thing after a while. Oh, um, yeah. There's, you know, they call them good ones, bad ones, whatever. A right. lot of people that have um, alien encounters are like, they're here for love and light, like everything's good, but it's clearly not with, like, the other 50%. So that's either angels and demons or it's interdimensional entities, which kind of sound like angels and demons, right? Yeah, they do, man. Yeah, it's it's interesting, dude. So like that's that's why I think it's so fun to just get into it. You know what I mean? And but I mean, dude, you, like I said, you can go anywhere you want to with information these days. So well, right. And c- and coming back to what you were talking about, it people. The one thing that I I think has always uh, allowed, and why we started why why we wanted to start this podcast is because Joe and I have had an understanding for years that we have very a very different belief system. But both of us are also very open and very non-judgmental about that belief system. Um, I, I I fully understand that getting into the Bible, and you could take this with any religion, any religion that has a handbook, shall we say, uh, <laughs> at, so, at some point, your belief in that is exactly that. You're, you're having nothing more than faith that something that you don't understand could be real. But the same could be said for conspiracy theories. At some point, where do you draw the line where you say, I'm going to believe that this is fact or fiction? And so, you know, for me, that's why I'm open to whoever's ideas is out there is because even though I have my own personal faith, I'm not going to put that on anybody else. And in so doing, I will invite everybody to share whatever the hell that they want with me because we're all making the same choices at the end of the day. We're all, you know what I mean? An open mind. If everybody had as much of an open mind as that, it'd be so much easier everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's. But how much of that is is manufactured? You know what I mean? I honestly. Exactly. That's why I it's think, hard. Yeah, I think a lot of people want to want to get along. They want to see others. You know, as crazy as my co-host. You know, <laughs> I think that his policies and his politics that he that he believes in are insane, but. People like that are crucial in the world. You know what I mean? Sure. It, it, it can't get to be. I mean, South Park has a great episode on it where they talk about like how the founding fathers set this country up to be exactly how it is. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, we can look like assholes, but also great big pussies at the same time. You know, it's like, you know, you need to have, you need to have. Well, I'm not calling, I'm not calling Brandon a pussy at all. You know, he's a, <laughs> he, he, you know, he's my cousin. But I mean, it's it's just a, it's an interesting dynamic, man, that we share in this country, and it's very unique. I think that we're in a really fucking interesting time. You know what I mean? At, at the right. very least, I mean, if the world's gonna end, I mean, that only happens once ever, right? I mean, the world's right. never really ended. So I mean, if we're alive in that time, hey, fuck it, you know? <clears throat> well, I think I'm least... right with with uh, God or whatever the hell's out there. <laughs> well, at least the world as we know it. If you listen yeah. to the the Graham Hancock shit about you know twelve thousand years ago, Gobekli Tepe and all that stuff, <clears throat> it sounds like the world kind of ended, at least for those people. Yeah, well, no, yeah, definitely. And like the dinosaurs, whether you want to believe in dinosaurs or not, I mean, I do, but I, I do. 
yeah um the asteroid you know it, it ended their world and shit but well you know, I'm, I'm talking about like a complete like wipeout you know what i mean of like everything yeah right complete wipeout and start over which just coming from our background again <clears throat> it's not just and this isn't just coming from a uh bible-based philosophy if, if, if there are i forget how many religions i think it was 17 uh major religions that all at some point in their historical teachings teach that there was a massive flood now all of them differ on who survived if anybody survived if it started over again if uh evolution started after that which if you go to an evolutionist they say no that takes millions of years and most people that are in the realm of a religious aspect that believe that there was a restart that we had populated and that's maybe where a lot of the shit that the seventh wonders and things that we have came from and then got wiped out because of a flood uh i don't know but i i definitely think that in my opinion i think that for sure in history there has at least been a reset button pretty close to everybody my, the thing that i struggle with is that in the story on the bible um they were all fucking each other to repopulate this bitch if that's what they're my, saying is that's true been my major problem with the yeah whole my my thing is that i'm like they're all fucking each other if the whole world was wiped out and it was just noah and his kids and i'm like uh i don't know about that <laughs> yeah dude yeah that 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 whole, I mean, if you're going to take every um, story in there, it's really difficult to, like, follow it the, the exact way. Um, but, you know, another interesting thing uh, about, like, the whole Jesus, God, and all that stuff. You know, in the Bible, it says that you're not supposed to sacrifice a child. And if you see someone doing that, then that's, like, one of the only reasons that's, like, like perfectly okay to kill them, right? Right. But something that Brandon pointed out that was really interesting was God sent Jesus, his only son. Oh now, my God, dude. To die. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Ben knows that, because this is my, this is my, oh, this might be my soft spot, dude. I think you found it. Jesus? You, no. <laughs> I'm, su I'm super hard for Jesus. What are you talking about? Oh man, uh, dude. <laughs> rock hard. No. He, uh, rock hard for I, the Lord. <laughs> no, I think, Ben, didn't I t text you that the other day? I was like, the list of things that are strictly forbidden are human sacrifice. So God sent his only son to be a human sacrifice to absolve you, uh, absolve you of sins like human sacrifice. Well, yeah, like, dude, what, what the fuck? fuck? This is a popular one that people talk about, too. But what about when you go to church and you drink the blood of Christ and you eat the body of Christ? Like, what the fucking fuck, cannibalism. Dude? Okay, so that last one I can I can explain because it's not it has nothing to do. Okay, Catholics are weird. I'm going to say it right now. <laughs> yeah, um, okay, Catholics believe that when you eat bread and drink wine, that it turns into the body and blood of Christ. Okay. Fucking cannibalism. Right. 90% of people that believe... Uh, <laughs> 90% of people that follow a Bible-based religion, they're doing it as a, a ceremonial reverence. Um, and it's, it, it's also not talking about the physical body and the physical blood of Christ. That is actually explained in the Bible. It's talking about aspects of his teachings that they call the body of Christ, like Everybody in the church is considered the body of Christ. We all play a different part. And there's analogies and things like that. Um, however, the whole, the only argument that I've ever heard for Joe's thing about absolving you of sins like human sacrifice by sending 
a sacrifice was that he was not technically human. Bullshit. The Christian, <laughs> the Christian church says he was perfectly half man and half God or spirit, whatever. It doesn't matter. And that's where I say, when have you ever believed the, when have you ever believed the Christian church about 100% of what they've said? I don't. That's exactly. Where this comes from. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Hey, can you guys see me, or is it just a black screen or my hand? No, I can see you and your glasses. They're very stellar. And your beard, ha, shout out to Dapper Dudes AC. Um, <laughs> your beard is on point, sir. Oh, thanks, man. No, yeah, those guys are cool, dude. Those guys are cool. And then I'm real relaxed, too, because of Jade CBD. So. Oh, yes. Oh. Yeah. Um, there you go. You got to shout those out real quick. But no, man, uh, in all honesty, <laughs> dude, I mean... Where where are you guys trying to go with your with your podcast, man? Because it's always exciting to break into this shit. Um, everyone's real nice in the community. You know, it's not like you know I've right. I've had side hustles since I was in seventh grade, and everyone's always so competitive. Um, but with podcasting, I mean, everyone knows you got like so much time to listen, and so everyone's real supportive. But um, like, what where are you guys trying to go with it? Because I think you'll have fun for sure. Um, like I told Ben at the beginning, it's not a uh... I'm not even, I don't have an aim for it. It's uh, something I wanted to do because I thought I, I listen to podcasts all the time and I thought it was something I could possibly do and maybe have fun with. And I love audio editing and all that stuff. So I just thought it was something we could do because we well, always have, to, I mean, to us riveting co conversations, you know? So I think, I think the reason, I think what is going to end up happening is that <clears throat> as we just steamroll through, the first couple episodes, you know, rolling over different topics. We've talked about a multitude of them in just the short time that we've been on here. I think what's going to end up happening is if we end up getting at least any kind of a following, people are going to want to point out certain topics for us to really delve into. And then I think that's where the topical aspect of it is going to start coming up and the uh, availability to do an entire episode based on one thing and go down the rabbit holes with it and title it. But well, and, and be able to research it and do all yeah, that and stuff. I think just I think right now it's just blowing smoke until we can no, just, figure out talking talking shit on a Friday night, and you wouldn't believe the audience for that. Like I heard somebody yeah. say that uh, don't worry about like marketing to a certain demographic. Just yeah. do your thing, and you will find your audience, or they will mm -hmm. find you. Like, and I'm not worried about it. I have a day job. I'm not fucking making money off this. Right. Listen or don't go fuck your mother. I don't care. There you go, dude. That's the attitude. <laughs> No, man. I mean, no, I, I, the only reason I'm asking, dude, is because it sounds like um, just a fun thing. Like I said, dude, everyone's so fucking nice. And so yeah. um, you'll get your assholes that will like try and talk shit. But, you know, like you guys are, are, are legit with your information, man. So, you know, I wanted to kind of like get into something like like if you're going to pick a deep topic that you want to go into. Would it be like aliens? Because I wanted to, I want to go deep in, into some topic real quick. Oh, I would love that. That's uh, well, my you know what? You're the, here. you're the, you're the veteran, and I don't know much about it, but I have a whole different outlook on what those are. So, why don't you start it up, and I'll interject with any kind of twists and plots that my brain comes up with. Okay. Well, you know what? I don't know if you guys. So we, we're doing a Patreon soon, and we're gonna have uh, like short episodes where we're talking about shorter conspiracies that we're not too too into um or things that maybe you can't elaborate on too much about 20 minutes or so and the first one that we did 
The second one that we're doing is going to be Michelle Obama's dick. Um, but the first <laughs> one is going to be, the, and we already did this one, but it was that um, Elisa Lamb dying in the Cecil Hotel. Have you guys heard about that? No. No, that's a new one. Michelle Obama's dick, though, fine dick. Very fine dick. Yeah, it's eight inches fucking flaccid. What the fuck, dude? Fucking Have monstrous. You... Yeah, she's dancing. That shit's fucking going like crazy. So Barack yeah, is a stuff. champion. Yeah, Barack's asshole looks like scrambled eggs, dude. No, <laughs> already, dude. So, um, but what I was saying about about the Cecil Hotel and Elisa Lamb, it's an interesting story, man. Because there's different, like, there's a video. You guys, when we're done talking, you can jump on on like YouTube and watch this creepy ass video of this girl. That was supposedly training. She was training to be an intern at the CIA. I don't know exactly how you do that, but this is the story. And and then another interesting part is that this building is owned by the CIA now. So this chick training to be in the CIA, in a CIA building, uh, runs into this elevator and she's pushing a bunch of the buttons. Door doesn't close. Uh, You know, she's kind of freaking out. Seems like, you know, she's on some drugs or something. Um, but then the next, uh, I think three weeks later, they find her dead body in the water tank uh, of the hotel, like where you get your shower water from and all that. She had been in there for like a week or two and, or no, I think she'd been in there for like, a, like the whole time, like the months that she was missing. And, uh, there's just different theories that like she, she exposed a invisibility cloak that the CIA was working on with Canada. And, uh, you can watch in, uh, videos of it. It kind of looks fake. Uh, but it's just an interesting theory. And then the theory that I kind of fall in line with is the Korean elevator game. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Um, I haven't heard of that. The Korean elevator game? So, dude, this is some weird shit. But if you watch how she's, like, acting in the elevator, basically the Korean elevator game, it's something that um, Aleister Crowley actually kind of came up with. And you get in an elevator all by yourself. You need a 10-story building. You go up to, like, the fifth floor, second floor, seventh floor, second floor, and then back up to the 10th. And then supposedly, if you can do that with no one else walking in, you are in another dimension. And it's, like, it's just a weird thing. But it sounds crazy. But if you watch the video, it kind of is like, okay, what the fuck, dude? Because, like, her her door's not closing, and she's trying to get it to close. It's a weird one. I mean, it, it out of context. It may not make sense, but it's something to look into. That shit's fucking. No, that's perfect. What was her name? Something to look into. Uh, Elisa Lamb. Okay. Well, it's weird that name. That name actually sounds familiar, but the story does not. Yeah, they made a movie about it uh, a couple years before she died, I think, um, called Dark Water. But it wasn't. That sounds familiar. Yeah, that movie. But um, you know what's interesting is it's right next to Skid Row there in California. Right now, it's called Stay. They called it, I think, Stay at 16th or whatever street it's on. But it's right there next to Skid Row. And uh, and tuberculosis broke out a couple months after she had died. And they they called the test Lamb Elisa. So it was just her name backwards. Oh, and you want to go crazy, Aleister Crowley uh, and Lamb? Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Lamb's a sacrificial animal. And I mean, he looked like a fucking gray alien, too. Dude, yeah, there's that story is deep, man. And then, um, you know, Michelle Obama's dick, that thing is crazy. Because if you look into, like... We should do Trump, a whole episode just on her dick. I mean, his his Michael Obama, whatever, but... 
Yeah, it's big a great day. Big Mike weighing in at 210 pounds of sheer muscle. <laughs> Swinging a legit bat. Yeah, dude. Oh, no, um, name dropping the podcast. <laughs> no, we actually we we're we're gonna go pretty deep into it. I mean, her parents were CIA. Obama's uh, parents giggity. were CIA. You can see naked pictures of his mom, of Barack Obama's mom, online. Um, I don't think I want to do that. No, I'm good. No, it's when she's young, dude. Come on. <laughs> I'm not into that granny point. I'm talking about it's like it's when she's younger. You know, I was joking. Girl, <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> and she's like in her 20s or 30s. She's she's of age and normal. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, dude. So that's interesting. I mean, you can go you can go as far as you want with the Obamas. I mean, there's there's theories that he's a clone of Tutankhamen um, from back back in the back in the day, and then uh, well, Biden is Biden is definitely a clone. He seems like it for sure, and then he's so does short, Charles. Shorting out all over the place. What about Kamala, dude? Uh, she's just a yeah. dick. I don't. She might be an actual dick. I'm not sure. Maybe she's Michelle she's... Obama's dick. <laughs> oh. No, dude, Michelle Obama's dick's bigger than her. <laughs> for real, though, dude, Kamala Harris is scary. She's a, um, she is a scary woman. Uh, I saw this little blip of her uh, that was on social media. Of, of ju- It was like six seconds long. And she was all, what is going on? Can we just talk a minute about today's college kids? They are fucking retarded. She was oh, all... Yeah. She was all, they are just a bunch of idiots. No wonder they don't let them run anything. And yeah. I was all, damn. <laughs> way, way, to, way to call out your, uh, your target demographic there, Kamala. <laughs> exactly. Those are the people that fucking vote for her. So yeah, I know. <laughs> interesting. And then, you know, the fact that they're calling her a woman of color, even though she's Indian. I mean, and I'm talking like a red dot Indian. I'm not, I'm not being offensive. To <laughs> right. I'm not being offensive to the Native Americans or whatever the fuck. I think but. technically anything other than white is a person of color at this point. Well, yeah. I mean, what what the fuck's white, dude? You know what I'm saying? We should be people of color, too. I want that title. I have a pretty good saying? tan going on. Look at me. Yeah, um, dude. I'm yeah, we're all, just, color. we're all just different shades of pink. Like, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, I guess uh, that's what you guys should call your podcast is People of Color Podcast. <laughs> Or, or <laughs> <laughs> have an episode called have an episode called going deep in the pink. Oh, oh, yeah, dude. that might be the, the title of this episode. You never know. Or you could go real deep and call the first episode pink and the second episode or no, first episode stink. Yeah, I was, what is yeah, it? two in the pink, one in the stink. Oh, I got that wrong. Two in the pink, up. one in the stink. No, no, we get you though. I got you. I fucked up my own joke. <laughs> for real though man i mean i think that uh i think that you know you guys will do do real well with your banter dude i mean this is a fun conversation to me you know what i mean so i think that definitely people would want to listen to it you know i don't saying? care if they do or not fuck them well yeah no i mean like you'll 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 definitely have fun yeah no, <laughs> that's but what I mean, it's like, for yeah dude it's fun man and then like uh you know you just kind of you meet a lot of cool people dude so um i mean I would definitely listen to it. You know, just oh, let yeah. me know the name, dude. Let me know the name. I'm gonna subscribe. Hell yeah! Uh, it, I guess it takes a while on Anchor for it to be uh, broadcasted out to the major platforms. Uh, it broadcasted to Spotify the the test episode that I want no one to fucking listen to ever. But it broadcasted <laughs> it broadcasted to them like immediately. But I still have yet to see it on Apple Podcasts. But 
you know uh, what? You have to put it. You have to go into the advanced settings and put it in. Uh, you have to plug in your RSS feed. Oh, see some insider knowledge. Yes, sir. Yeah, but I mean, Brandon's the one to ask about that, dude. Because, like I said, I had a hard time setting up Skype on my phone right now. So you're right. gonna have to give it, Brandon. I can tell. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> if you guys want to jump on, dude, um, with one of our episodes. That'd be kind of cool for you to jump on. Um, you know, we can talk. We can get a topic together. Well, just, yeah, dude. just based on what you were saying, I actually think that that would be. Uh, I think that would be a really interesting conversation, considering that I feel like just based on what you said, me and Brandon would would may line up quite a bit on the way we think, and you and Joe are definitely on a lot more of the same wavelength there. I think that yeah. would be an. I think that'd be a really interesting conversation if you gave us some shit to research before we came on. Yeah, dude, it sounds like me and Joe are the are the looks, and you guys are the brains. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> so we'll, we'll go in there. And we'll uh, we're on, we're all on audio, so that I accept that. <laughs> um, but no, man, yeah, I'm down, dude. Um, we'll uh, like I said, we're working on a on an AI episode that's gonna be dope, I think. Um, but it it also depends what you guys are into, man. You know what I mean? Anything. No, dude, I'm, in, I'm into all of it. That's why I told you this is like a kitchen sink of a podcast. Like, we'll talk about literally fucking anything. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm in, I'm just as, just as, just to go, I enjoy pushing people's boundaries. As long as, as, as far as, as far as I've, or I should say, as long as I've ever been in a social circle whatsoever, um, I've always been the younger one in all the social circles. That's what I get for always having older brothers and sisters. Um, I have always, it's always been my thing, and my wife would attest to this as well. I've always pushed the social boundaries as soon and as soon as and as vehemently as I could, because then you know where people are comfortable immediately going. And as long as you break those walls, then they don't have to. Oh and yeah. Like as soon as you do that, then there, there's really nothing that they won't bring to the table. Um, I, I actually had a conversation with my uh, my. Uh, neighbor the other day we were thinking about having him on he just got back from 10 months in afghanistan and uh he <laughs> we were talking about the taboo subject of underage girls mm -hmm. now you just you you say that that those two words together or underage kids or anything and people go crazy oh what are you what is this guy about to fucking say and i even told him i go it, way back in the day it was totally acceptable for as soon as a girl was fertile mm -hmm. to marry her and as soon as a boy was f fertile and could handle a plow or work for himself they'd marry him off now granted this is also back when the lifespan was 30 years old and they weren't fucking living very long but it was all about procreation pump out kids blah 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 they had to go out there and sow their seeds quick son because they were yeah. about to do that die of dysentery and like tuberculosis. he's 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 got a daughter that's 11 so the conversation was uncomfortable but i i still wanted to push it because i'm like this whole idea of when you're an adult that's that's a topic i would really like to get into because to me i think that is 100 subjective to each person and there's not a test for it there's not a way to see your cognitive adulthood yeah yeah me personally man i think like with the adulthood thing and this is just me personally, um, I think 21, you know what I mean? I don't think that kids should be able to go to the military at 18. A hundred percent. That's fair. Unless they can, you know, drink, unless they can do everything else that a 
You know, they should be able to run for president at at 18 then, if that's the case. You know what I mean? Right. There's weird age limits for everything. And so, I mean, for me, I don't think that the brain at least is even close to being done developing until you're at least 21, maybe even like 24. I think I was going to say 25. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I feel like I was still pretty immature at 25. I've recently kind of turned into the person that I am today, and I'm proud of who I am today. I used to do some shady shit. You know, like everyone's done things that they're not proud of. Sure, of course. It, didn't we all? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, and that was up until, like I said, just a couple years ago. So, um, you know, I had a really nasty car accident like about two years ago. And it's because like I was just driving really irresponsibly. You know what sure. I mean? So, um, just basically crashed all by myself. There was no one else involved. Just a stupid fucking like it's a mistake that a 14 year old would make if they got their hands on a vehicle somehow. And I did that. You know what I mean? Well, so. I, com- I completely agree with you. My second, my, again, my second DUI was when I was 25. And <clears throat> I, I was not typically prone to driving under the influence. However, even my mom, who is, her, her and my dad raised us that all alcohol is bad according to the Bible. Jesus did not turn water into alcoholic wine. They go all over the place with it, right? So even my mom <laughs> mentioned after my second DUI, she goes, you know, Ben? After working in a law office and seeing so many of these cases cross my desk, she goes, you just get caught for everything you do. And I was yeah. like, I fucking know. But it's it still when I look back at it, I'm like 25. I already had one. It was seven and a half years earlier. I should have known better. You know what I mean? And so looking back at it, I go. 25 was if I remember correctly, 25 was the year that it seemed like so much of my brain changed from this anything goes to I need to focus and things naturally and wantingly just kind of fell by the wayside that I was so used to doing just out of habit that now when I look back, I'm like, fuck, I, what was I doing until I was 25? You know what I mean? Yeah. You think that there's no tomorrow until you hit a certain age. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, man. Uh, so yeah, that, that's definitely a, a, yeah, I can see how that could be a shady conversation to have with somebody. Um, but I mean, if you're going to hit topics like that, you know, that's a, that's a huge thing that people are talking about. I don't know if you guys heard about these marches that are going on all around the country. I mean, for, you know, pedophilia and fighting against that. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it's a, it's something that it's kind of like something that we should be ashamed. It took us so long to really stand up. for. I agree. And even right now we're just because we're standing up. We're marching. I mean, you know, I haven't, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I haven't gone on one of the marches yet. I'm working every fucking Saturday that they're doing them. But, you know, we're marching. That's not actually saving the kids. I, it's, it's good. It's great to bring awareness. But, like, I mean, fuck. There's still kids that are fucking hurting. You know what I mean? And so that sucks, man. And I'm not, like, some big humanitarian. Um, but, I mean, like, kid, kids are the ones that if anyone's going to get, like, an over amount of, like, sympathy, it should be them. You know I agree. I mean? I don't think yeah. you have to be an over humanitarian uh-uh. to battle what the fuck's going on right now. That and I don't th- apparently I don't th- exactly. is just coming out. I don't think you have to. I don't think you have to have kids either. I mean, granted, no. I have. I have too. But you don't have to. Be, you don't. Anybody who's a self-respecting adult can look back at their childhood and realize that if it was to that level, it would be severely different, if not even copable, to be an adult. You don't have to have kids. You don't have to even be a humanitarian kind of person to understand how devastating that kind of shit should be yeah. uh, <clears throat> the one thing that i just realized when you were saying uh you know we're marching it's good to have awareness and all that stuff is i go 
So with the murder of George Floyd, uh, they didn't just march. They didn't just protest. No, they fucked exactly. shit up. And even still, the amount of change that happened was not all that much. So I always think about what's the next march going to do? How is it going to change? What are, what are the people standing up going to do about it? And I go, considering how big of a secret and how many people's and players' cards are into this whole pedophilia ring, I don't know that a lot of forceful protesting for them would ever really do much. Because for a, a great stand-up for police brutality or, or police training or whatever the hell you want to call it, <clears throat> how much how much how much could actually be done if we stood up and we protested and we demanded change from I, our government on the pedophilia ring when that's like their biggest cover up? I just talked to Jen about that and I said the same thing. I'm like, do you think the government gives uh, two shits that people no. are out in the streets? And they're like, oh shit, you know what? Maybe we should do something different. Look at all these people. No, yeah, maybe. Maybe we shouldn't. Yeah, like exactly, like us holding signs out there, or or even us throwing Molotovs. If if you wanted to go to some extremist, violent, fucking extreme to prove your point, that would uh, at least make the news. It would make the news. Maybe, maybe. What if? I, here's my thing. I don't trust anybody. I would not be surprised at all if standing up and protesting and trying to burn a government building and just changing the name of what it is that we're protesting would get any more airtime than any of the shit that they don't want to air. I well, think they're all in the bed together. After watching Fall Cabal, not to cut you off, man, but I'm saying like Good. after watching Fall Cabal, you know there's a fucking thing as like crisis actors, you know? that I mean, you'll see the same people at the Boston bombing as like mm -hmm. the Egyptian Revolution and shit. So, okay. I mean, it's just like... The you age know, of provocateurs yeah. and all that. Yeah, and then like these people that that put you know the the same blood that you put on someone in a movie set, you know they'll be throwing that on and they'll be holding it. Uh, whether it's a real baby uh, that's alive or a doll baby, they're holding it up like it's like this wounded baby with fucking fake blood on it, and it's just to make people freak out, and it's to get the attention on it to draw out that negative energy, and it makes people focus on oh look at what's going on. We need to support a war. And I think it all goes back to the military-industrial complex. Um, I understand that you know we need to have like a, a huge military being the United States. I'm all for it. And but I mean, just paying these people just to stay in places like Germany. I mean, we just got out of Germany recently um, under Trump. And so you know, I think that Trump also like pulled a bunch of troops out of Afghanistan, Iraq. And it's like, dude, every other president. I mean, Obama ran out of fucking bombs. You know what I mean? Like during his presidency, I think if you Google how many times, and you know, I hate Google, but like if you Google how many times this dude dropped a bomb throughout the eight years, it's like every 15 seconds or something. Yeah. Like just imagine for eight years, every 15 seconds, a bomb dropping in your town. Well, I mean, and think, think about it this way. So like uh, our neighbor just got back from Afghanistan. That was his second tour there. And he's a corpsman in the Navy. I, I live on base. That's where I live right now is I, I live on an air station right now because my wife's Navy career. Mm -hmm. So as a corpsman in the Navy, they they uh, they get deployed uh, greenside, which is where they go medic for uh, the Army and the Marines uh, because the Navy has some of the best medical training out of the branches. So he goes over there and he's literally plugging holes in bodies. He's he's carrying people in. He's holding things into these people. And uh, I asked him, I go, <clears throat> what's left over there? And he goes, fucking nothing, dude. Mm -hmm. He goes. 
we have one of the he's like we have one of the biggest bases where I'm stationed. He goes, it's not just me. It's not just the army. There's CIA. There's FBI. There's everybody out there on this base. He goes, you have people from every faction of, you know, intelligence and everything underneath of that. And there's fucking nothing. He goes, it is all blown up. So we started talking about firepower and speaking about how many bombs uh, Obama dropped. My wife ended up telling me the statistics. She goes, so she's uh, attached to an aircraft carrier. They actually just got back from deployment. Uh, You might have heard about it on the news. Uh, The Theodore Roosevelt, they were called the the Corona Cruise. They fired their captain. Uh, They were stationed in Guam. That was her ship. Oh, wow. So she was was saying the aircraft carrier is the most uh, protected part because it doesn't have guns, but what it has is the most firepower with all the jets. So around it, you have typically uh, destroyers, because they don't use battleships, and then you have submarines, and you have all this other stuff, and they they control on international waters 400 miles in diameter at any given point of sacred airspace and sacred space. So she told me, she goes, did you know that a CAG, the entirety of all of the ships, could launch a missile every two minutes or a bomb or something? They could drop something every two minutes for two weeks straight without having to reload. Jesus. And you think about every 15 seconds in his eight years, that's a shit load of explosions. There's nothing left over there in a lot of the places. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's dude, that's, fucking that's, crazy. That's think about it. No, that's crazy to think about it like that, man. Like, and, and, you know, I live in Tucson. We have Raytheon here. Raytheon is a huge military contractor. I mean, they make like, I think Tomahawk missiles and cruise missiles. Um, They make some of these big fucking things. And those are supposedly the bombs this dude's dropping. Or like, you know, I can understand a bullet getting shot like way more than that. Every second, every second of, you know, 20 a second for eight years. That makes sense if you really like get into it. But a bomb, a big bomb like that, dude, I mean, fuck. So, you know, just when people look at this dude like he's the black messiah. It's like, dude, come on, man. He's he's the same. He's related to Bush, for God's sake. He's like a seventh cousin of Bush. Um, so yeah, no, it's uh, it's fuck, dude. If Trump's not if Trump's not here to save us, then we're fucked. You well, know what, what I mean? do you think? Yeah. Uh, as, as we uh, I, we can bring this to a close, dude. I know you got to go to bed and shit. Uh, what do you think about the uh, election? Like, what happens if Trump wins versus what happens if Biden wins? Which I don't fucking thing is going to happen but i think either yeah. way we're going to be massively fucked like even more than we are now yeah you know what um i'm scared when i listen to things that nancy pelosi says where she says you know uh if trump wins it's not about geography uh we will uh you know stake her claim or like claim our win whatever she said but she basically like the way that i heard it it sounded like she's talking about like hey you know we know Trump's going to win, and we're going to still elect our candidate, um, who I don't think is going to be Joe Biden. I think it's going to be like possibly Cuomo. Um, I think would be would be uh, going in instead. You mean of, just uh, like slipping someone in at the last moment, saying Biden is unfit or whatever the fuck? Yeah, because how can how can anyone get behind that guy? I haven't seen one Biden bumper sticker or one Biden sign or anything. <laughs> uh-huh. I see, 
I see fucking uh, Bernie signs and uh, Still. AOC signs, and I see you know I see other people signs. I see a lot of Trump signs, um, but I don't see any any Biden sign. So how are you gonna pick this dude that's on film saying the N word as a politician? <laughs> you know Kamala Harris, who is supposed to be like helping the black people, representing the blacks and the women. Uh, she put more black people in jail in California than just about anyone in history. I think possibly more than anyone in history. So, you know, picking these people, I don't think that they want to win. So I think that they are going to try for some kind of civil war. And well, Patriots haven't started, sorry, sorry. Patriots haven't started fighting yet. Um, but you saw one 17-year-old get out there and fucking take down two of those motherfuckers a couple days ago. So if there's an army of people like that, even half as trained as that. I mean, that kid was pretty well trained for a 17-year-old. I mean, like, I'm kind well, of... It's, ba- it's basically the people that just want to be left the fuck alone. And exactly. all of a sudden, we're like, okay, well, we've that's, had enough now. That's, like, called, that's called freedom. They just yeah. want to be left alone to do their shit. They want to... Yeah. Okay, I've, the best collage... And I'm, I would consider myself, if you're talking about giving labels, I would consider myself a conservative. However, not giving labels, I definitely fall closer to the right of middle... But I'm pretty fairly in the middle, both politically and when it comes to moral issues and stuff. You're probably you, a libertarian. I, I, I definitely would say that I identify a lot more with libertarian for sure. Um, yeah, I think everyone does, man. You know what I mean? Like, so really- did you see that, uh, Ryan, did you happen to see the um, video clip that ended up getting national attention of the ex-military member talking to his city council? Yeah. That is in... Our county. That's Joe's county. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. So where we're from, he even said he even said in that clip, he said, we're red country up here. We're not blue you country. We're red country. You say right? his name. It's Carlos uh, Zapata. 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 So, so you guys are basically in Sacramento. No. Say his two, name. Two and a half hours north. Okay. Wow. Okay. So that is, they, they say it's red country up there. So, that, that's so here's, here's the thing is that this is another interesting thing. If you wanted to find out, like, why our particular like it we're talking about probably a good three hours uh three or four hours from the oregon border south because california is fucking 16 hours long so for the four the four top hours which is i believe it's 12 counties um is all considered red country but it's also the least populated a really interesting read for you would be to go uh look at the uh push for the jefferson state uh lobbied in 1941 and then uh, Pearl Harbor happened, and we ne- they never got enough. It's taking the lower half of Oregon because of all the density in upper Oregon and the upper part of California and combining it into one state called the Jefferson State. Um, before that very reason is because we were never uh, represented by the correct legislature to get what we vote for ever done in our hometown. Um now, to go back to what you were saying about the, uh, you know, the one 17-year-old kid that took it down, the guy uh, that took down two of those motherfuckers, the uh, Carlos Zapata that stood up and talked to the city council. My thing is, is I do believe that that civil war is trying to be pushed. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I don't think, I, I seriously think that they think all of the people in skinny jeans and pussy hats are going to, in some way, kind of deter that population but they always think about it in the way of these big cities and it's like you do realize that there is a shitload of space and people in all of these other states and guns guns, 
that they're not going to, they will gladly, if you're talking about America, an American civil war, you have states that will gladly drive 32 hours. Oh, yeah. And start fighting. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I think that they definitely, those, me and Joe started talking about that the second coronavirus hit, is I'm locked in on base. And I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to actually go up and spend a few months with them after the schools closed down. And uh, we're talking about it. And I said, dude, I, I, I have never agreed with Joe Moore. I said, I, not being a conspiracy theorist, uh, you know, per se, I definitely believe that something way bigger than anything that they're showing us on the media, anything in social trends, I think that that is definitely where they're headed for this. And the worst part is, is I think that they're going to make the Civil War about race again because of the fragility that that's the last Civil War was based on. Actually, it wasn't even based on it. It was just a big part. It wasn't. If you can't see now that all of this is way the fuck more about coronavirus or race or anything else, it's it goes so fucking deep. And that's why we need to have another topic to delve into. That's what I'm thinking, dude. There's so many. There's so many. It's crazy to to think that Donald Trump is taking down all the pedophiles and cannibals, but what if he is? Because this is fucking nuts. Like this yeah. is nuts. This could be something that Trump and his team actually got together with. You know, there even though there's evidence that Obama funded the Wuhan lab like during his presidency and and all this shit, you know, I wonder if Trump is willing to sacrifice stuff like, you know, the common business and all this shit just to save the kids. I would say it's worth it. You know, oh, it's, yeah. a, a lot of a lot of people have killed themselves. A lot of people have done, you know, a lot of people have done things that they wouldn't do in normal times. Um, but if it's to save the rest of kids, I mean, not every single kid, obviously, but 99% of them. I mean, dude, that's kind of, if anything's worth it, then that's it, dude. So it's, oh, yeah. if you're going to think about it and you're going to dig into it, you could drive yourself crazy unless you're drinking. Oh, uh, yep. Or whatever, you know. Which so, I know, uh, I know, I no longer do. Uh, that was actually one of the staples of our of our agreement to do this was that both of us go nuts when we're both equally drinking and getting to that level. Uh, and I I recently quit as of about a month ago, and I I don't plan on going back. So I'm gonna be definitely I'm gonna definitely try to like if I know everybody on the podcast is drinking, I will definitely try to keep and collect all of your guidelines and remind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> usually we record but yeah right yeah, I mean, that's you... good dude i i actually like i uh i applaud you for quitting drinking dude i wish that i could i am definitely a functioning alcoholic and i'm proud oh, i mean yeah. it, admitting it's the first step so you know I'm, well I'm... i have no judgment for it i i made it on, I, I don't think alcohol is wrong for everybody and i have no i have no problem with people that daily drink or do whatever the hell they want um God, God knows that I've I'm I turned 30 in October and I've already been drinking for half my life and I've made some badass mistakes because of it. So I regardless of regardless of anything that happens is I'm just like it's not for me. Like I know my propensity. If other people can handle it, that's great. More power to them. But I know my propensity. I get way too fucked up. So fucking partier, dude. Sounds like Fuck hell it. yeah. Anyway, we should <laughs> anyway. probably wrap this up, Joe. Yeah, we can wrap this up. Ryan, do you want to plug your uh, podcast and your Instagram and all that? Yeah, of course, man. Thank you guys for having me on. Um, whatever, you, whatever you end up naming it, 
I am stoked for it, dude. This is going to be a fun, <laughs> a fun thing. I still think you should go with the Colored People podcast. That's my vote. If you put a poll up, I'm going to vote for that. Um, but no, man. So, uh, so yeah, I have the uh, the, the uh, Dangerous World podcast. Uh, we're on all major, um, you know, podcasting platforms. Uh, the, Are you tagged in that title so that I can find you on social media? Like my personal page? Or, or just a business page or anything for me to be able to tag you in? No, I'll, oh, yeah, uh, no. Yeah, I'll, absolutely. I'll add you in the show notes. Yeah, okay. so and then on, on Instagram, uh, it's just at uh, Dangerous World Pod. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Dangerous World Podcast, like I said, every, every major platform. And it's just all about conspiracy theories. It's all about just kind of alternative media, alternative thought, and uh, just trying okay. to find the truth, man. So. Is that you? There you go. Yes, sir. All right, so the, I'm, po- the poopy I, with the eye. I'm gonna I'm gonna join it really quick for Facebook, and then, like I said, I'll I'll work on the Instagram. I'll get the info from Joe, and uh, I'll I'll obviously tag you guys, promote it, and thank you guys for, or you know, thank you for being on the show. Of course, man. Yeah, of course. No, I, and yeah, I'm serious. We can definitely do an episode together, man. Like uh, on our feed as well, because um, I think that we can go deep into a, a topic if we all four get together on one. Agreed. Dude, I'm I'm so all about that action yeah i would be about that as well that'd be cool man well it was a great conversation i had a lot of fun and i will do very well thank you appreciate it well you have a good night uh have fun at work for the next couple days you fuckhead i know (laughs) fuck this dude i'm fucking sick of shit (laughs) i need to fucking get rich already Uh, (laughs) it is what it is all right man man. have a good night yeah you guys have a good night too and thanks again i'll talk to you soon hopefully you bet. All Talk right, to you later. Man. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. And Ryan has logged off. Benjamin? Yes, sir. Thank you for joining. Uh, yep. This has been the, well, I guess it's not the first episode, but it's going to be because I'm going to delete that no, shit that we did yesterday. Definitely the first episode. I wouldn't call what we, that was the test. This, I would definitely say this would be for the books as the first episode is uh yeah after editing <laughs> eh, i don't really need i'm kind of against editing unless you leave to piss or something like I don't well know. no i just meant like that first part when we were getting the you know the cordials out of the way and shit i think uh you know once we started getting into it but i don't no, know i didn't it, i didn't even start recording until like a couple minutes in, but you know, it's fine. Well, I, I anyway. trust you. <clears throat> anyway, I will talk to you later. Uh, any listeners we have, which who am I kidding? Nobody's fucking listening to this. <laughs> but if, and if you don't, fuck yourself. And if you do and you don't like it, fuck yourself twice. Uh, that might be the outro. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Legit Bat Podcast. Actually, no, no, no. Hold on. If if you're gonna if we're gonna do Legit Bat Podcast. Your outro needs to be that gay fucking toast that you always did when you were super hammered. Uh, I don't remember because I was and, super hammered. <laughs> and if not you, fuck you, here's to me. Remember that one? Oh, that was Darren's shit. I don't remember that. Uh, well, it was funny because you you'd only ever say it when you were doing back-to-back shots, already having Jode, getting up for, I don't know, your second, third, <sighs> or fourth trip to the kitchen. <laughs> I'll have to text Darren and see what it was. But <laughs> All right, man. I'll talk to you later. Anyway, this is definitely not the Colored People podcast at all. It is the legit podcast. Sayonara, people. All right, bye.